0: That Joe. Joe I think I vaguely remember this song There was a minute where they were going back in the 80s and remixing tracks Jay-Z did it with City, City of the Night or Night of the City or something like that Oh,
1: yo, oh. oh. oh.
0: no. Joe Budden! <laughs> probably the, one of the we biggest songs Joe Budden the had. The in the yeah, yeah. Pump, 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 it up! You know it that pumping up pump, song was barely a hit, but I, I'll give him that. Yeah, I give that him that. It was, it was a banger. I give him that, but it was barely. He was barely holding on to that one. Okay. All right, now welcome back, to uh, Meet you first to everybody with Kristen Kiara. Our phone number 800-920-1580. Um, does anybody know Sylvia Russo? No. Sylvia Russo, and this is I'm t- you know talking to you out there in the listener land. She was. Um, <clears throat> I would like to confront my educators about the education that I received. So. Sylvia-
2: or educators in particular, middle school, elementary All of them, yeah. all of them.
0: Sylvia yeah. Russo now is, I'm sorry, Dr. Sylvia Russo is now at USC Rossier School of Education. She is the, she she was, so I followed Sylvia Russo when she was vice, princi- vice principal at Washington Preparatory High School. Then she went to Samoa, and I went to Samoa, and then she kicked me out of school. simply so, continuation. And then she left there, no, 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 she, she left there, I don't know where she went. She became superintendent for an uh, interim for a minute at at, at Samo High, and then she went over to USC.
3: What? Wait, let me just ask you a quick question. Why were you sent to continuation school? Was it that you just weren't paying attention? No, or fighting? no, or... I called
0: it I called. Uh, uh, I called my Spanish teacher a bitch.
3: Oh my gosh. Why would you do that?
0: Well, why would he act like one?
3: Oh my gosh! It was a he and yeah. so they that that was reason to I send think to I th- it
0: was either Sp- it was either Spanish or history I'm not really sure what it was you know what it was was that they got tired of me as a problem child and they just want to get rid of me
2: well, what were you doing yeah. to cause problems? I
0: was a young kid who did not have any direction. Who was, was fatherless? Whose mother worked odd, odd jobs? Who you know needed some help, some guidance.
3: Did you need? Were you looking for attention? Was was it just attention that you? No,
0: what I needed was uh, uh, probably a, a mentor, a bigger brother, or someone to help guide me. Someone who could talk to me and communicate with me in an effective way, where I could listen. You know what I'm saying? Um, and what I got was sent to continuation school where if you wrote anything down on the paper, they would mark it as an A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that these people owe me an apology. I really think Sylvia Russo owes me an apology Why for, for kicking her? me out of school. She was the principal okay, of the school. Okay, she made the decision fair, though, to kick me out. To be fair, No, you can't be fair with this. I'm a child. Yes. No, to be I'm <laughs> a child. I'm a child.
2: There are a lot of kids who I think are in your position who get left behind because yeah. they don't have advocates. They don't have mentors. But to what extent should that be the teacher's job? The, you're the I principal, imagine, not the teacher. Principal. Even still, principal you're I mean, you're running a school, you're a lot of them are not licensed therapists. And I do think we should have resources, but is it really the administration job, or should there be yes. somebody else that's brought administration. in? Administration. Because how do you handle I mean administration's a lot bigger than dealing with psychoanalytics of a child. But
0: your whole basis for being and working is children. Your whole, your whole but life everybody is has children. A
2: role to play. That's mm-hmm. like asking the CEO of a company right. to deal with the emotions of their employees. Right. Like, and that's I'm it, not saying should be a resource. That's
0: different, though. You see, that's an optional thing. I don't have to work at that company it's mandatory that I go to school well, and get an education I mean
2: it was kind of optional because they sent you to another school no they
0: sent me to a school where I was not teaching it yeah they were
2: like Mm-mm, we're not doing this no. I'm not mm. saying that you didn't deserve resources I just know so many teachers and administrators who are overworked and underpaid you know who and you are are sound not like you know who you sound like who? you
0: sound like the police department what, we're out here we doing our make... hard job we're putting our lives on the line no, well, that's the job that's you chose teachers
2: I hundred percent but you have to admit that some of the most important jobs in the world are teachers i firmly believe that and we expect so much of them and we compensate them so little
0: dr Silvia russo can speak at south by southwest
2: oh my god huh
0: yeah, professor emeritus i would say emeritus
2: I, the school system is definitely failing kids but i don't know that it's always fair to blame the administrators and teachers who are trying to do the best they can with the resources they're given blame me No, I'm not blaming you either. Okay. See, I gotta tell you,
3: I think there's a difference with the public school system and the private school system. And what I just experienced a very short time, my experience in public school system, I just felt that the principal, was this your principal, right? Yeah, she the principal. The, the, the principal that I had for one semester just dropped the ball on my daughter, and she just didn't care. And I couldn't figure out, was it because there were so many children and there was only so much that she could do? Uh, was she just like, I'm so tired of hearing parents complain or was she just like i don't care you want to take your kid back out you want to take your kid out i don't really care either way um this was in 10th grade and so then i took her out and put her back in Mm -hmm. parochial school because she wanted to try public school and i said okay it's down the street and i thought it was going to be a great school because it had really you know you how you look at the remarks and stuff you look at the what people say about it and in the area Look, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It was an Asian area. I figured, oh, this is going to be great. You know, they're going to really be on top of them with the education because these kids are getting, you know, high marks and stuff.
2: Or but, they'll discriminate against her because they're like, and oh, they she's did.
3: black. She's not smart. And, and what they did, yeah, she had some problems. And so uh, I went up there and they weren't very receptive at all to anything I had yeah. to say. And I I felt bad because I was like, isn't your job as a principal to kind of be more hands on? But she didn't she well, couldn't care less. That's
2: where I think some of the uh, conversations about defunding the police come into play. Can we take some of that money and put it into school systems and be more proactive? Because even from, for example, I have friends that are working as public defenders. But if you're a public defender with hundreds of cases, you're not going to provide the best care for your clients. I know... One Mm. of my friends told me that for some people, right before they're going into court, they'll look at the case for the very first time. It might be defending someone who's on a murder trial or drugs or whatever, but they have so many cases. I'm going to send her an email right now. I just know so many administrators and teachers who are like, what they're expecting us to do with the little bit of resources we have is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, what... John, you know, this guy that we
3: used to work with, he was the operations manager at our old job. His wife is a teacher and I see her postings and one of her biggest gripes parents that are not hands-on, and she's like, I'm not here to be your babysitter. I don't get paid enough to be a babysitter, and parents get more involved, and she got a lot of support for the posting, but she posts um, from time to time the frustration she has with parents that are not involved, and so when they're not involved, then it's hard for her to really want to care if, if your own parent doesn't care about you, she says it's really hard for her to have to step in that role. Because there are parents who, they want to just dump their ch- child on you, and you figure it out. That's not fair to the teacher. Yeah. It really isn't. I, I will say that. We need
2: more resources for kids like Dawn. <laughs> this
0: is my school song. You think she'll give me an apology? No.
2: Are you gonna call her and ask? Where's Depends she? on how you approach the conversation. Don't call her a bee.
4: Is
0: this no. in Santa Monica? Yes, yeah, it's Sam High. Sam, what? Samo High. Samo High. Oh, Samo High. Dear don't know. old Santa Monica High School. Oh,
3: God, now yeah, I Now I understand. I it. How dare you? That smells good. What's that? It's eyeglass cleaner. I love cleaners. Me too. I love this. Oh, I my love gosh. cleaning I smell. I love the smell.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, I'll, uh, I'm going to contact her and see if she'll come on the air and give me an apology.
2: It depends on how you approach the conversation, Don.
0: You ruined my life. Yeah, see? No, that's not going to work.
2: Probably not. I'd be like block.
0: <laughs> well, she's a professor emeritus at USC. Good for her. I mean, you know, what, you're gonna block me? You're gonna be? You're gonna be? You're gonna be a professor emeritus at USC, uh, and you're gonna block? me? You are gonna yes. be that petty?
2: Yes, everybody's entitled to their mental health. If you come for me and you're being crazy, block. Mm-hmm. I hear. you. I don't owe you that. I hear you.
0: K through 12 education policy. Oh, I guess that, that fits her. Is what she's doing. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we can find Miss Roos. Is there anybody know oh, I can return to the faculty directory. Well, wow,
2: you're really on a mission.
0: Why, well, you know, I just you know, they're, they're I didn't get the support that I needed.
2: Which is very unfortunate. And I do think we should have conversations about what to do about black kids specifically. They're falling behind. There's yeah. so many in LA, especially black boys. Yeah. Right.
0: That that's that's all that's all I'm asking for.
2: Yeah, but you just can't pick one individual charged with tons of kids and limited resources and blame them for your life demise. That's
0: the job you chose.
2: You know, I just.
0: Job you chose now.
2: Look, this is why I don't help people anymore. I'm like, look, I, uh uh-uh, because I, if you give a mouse cookie, you try to help a little bit and then people criticize you for not helping more, not helping better, not helping enough. And it's like, you know what? Uh, You can't win. Yeah. You can't win.
0: Let's see here. No, you can't. Maybe she's not teaching there anymore. Maybe these are old posts. No, no, I just Googled her. I was just like, oh, as I was, uh, you know, but it. It's, she doesn't have a LinkedIn. Maybe she died.
2: Oh, well, that would be really sad.
0: Yeah, I don't get my apology. Oh,
2: my gosh.
0: I don't get my apology. Maybe we'll go, like, toilet paper her grave or something like that. You're
3: just Let's get back. You're just getting me wanting to find some of my old teachers. There's an old teacher that I think Right, about this, all this the should time. be a thing. I would love listen, to, yeah. Th- listen,
0: this should be a thing that you get to confront your teachers as an adult for the for the poor teaching and 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 the poor job that they did
2: um i'm friends with my old teachers and we have great relationships and i thank them for pouring their lives into investing in kids and making a difference so yeah
0: yeah i didn't get none of that
2: uh i do
3: have a message for you from my friend Janice. Hi,
0: and she G- says niece? she Hi, says you're 40 you? something
3: years old you need to take G- responsibility niece? for yourself at you? some point mm. can that's Stop. a word. Breathe and text That's a word. at the same time? She said, you need to take responsibility for yourself, Don. Stop blaming everybody for all your issues. I know. Don has
2: a bad day. He's like, who can I blame? I know. Let me go find my teacher from 30 years <laughs> <laughs> ago. <laughs>
4: wow. Tell her about
0: her wow. Wow. That is true. Stop me, blaming everybody. I, this is, first of all, uh, a lot of the trauma is rooted in childhood, from parents, that's what people go to therapy for, okay, and they try to work out. To I am watch, talking about childhood trauma you need to watch here. The
2: ultimatum. I was.
0: I, I watched that piece of garbage the other day. I
2: was. Did it's you watch horrible. the whole thing? Yeah, I, it's horrible. It's not horrible, but it, it is really stressful. I watched the first three episodes. I literally was about to have a panic attack, so I had to switch to the end. I just couldn't take it. Dr. Johnson was watching it too. We were yeah, tweeting about she, it she, last night. You know the black guy? Uh, now I can't think of his name. He's the one who talks about his childhood trauma a lot, and he always uses it uses as an excuse for getting drunk and staying out late and for being rude and walking away from conversations and towards the end of the season one of the other characters is like look i understand that you had a tough upbringing and i can have compassion for that but you can't use that as an excuse every time you do something that's good and
0: you're right and you're, you're absolutely right and this is the difference between my situation and that i don't i'm not I'm not looking back in time. Don, and
2: I'm going to hit up my teacher yeah. 20 <laughs> years to
0: I'm not looking back in time and blaming my uh, shortcomings in life or my um, uh, how far I've gotten in life on their defaults. I'm, I'm not doing that because I've clawed my way out of the projects here in Los Angeles to start a voiceover business, to have a 20-year radio career, to go around the country doing radio. I, I mean, I, I did – the best that I possibly could, and I'm proud of myself for everything that uh, I've you done. You should be, and, and and I don't blame them. But what I do would like is some accountability, as I've taken accountability for my missteps.
2: Well, sometimes taking accountability just means a recognition of That's what it. happened in the past, there but it doesn't mean you have to go to the person in the past and be like, "Look what you did to me."
0: Yes, you've look, seen.
2: Look who I am. Have
0: you not seen those videos where the exes confront each other over the relationship when it's over?
2: I don't understand that.
0: Yeah, I love it. I want to confront yeah, my ex. I don't understand My ex. That. I
2: work through it in therapy because it's about me, and then once I move forward, I don't need to go back and make you say or do anything.
0: Hey, um, can we get uh, Andy, is there a way to see if we can get Dr. Johnson? If she's free. I don't know. On the phone. We forgot to call her yesterday, and uh, uh, we'll see if we can get her If she has time today. I tweeted her, but I don't know if she's free or not. Um, a lot of stuff happening today. Uh, Netflix misses their subscriber growth. Uh, we're going to get into that. Um, what else is there? There's a lot of stuff going on today that I, I wanted to get to. Viola Davis playing Michelle Obama. You guys see that? I,
3: I did. I did. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. I saw the picture of her looking like Michelle Obama. Why could Michelle Obama play Michelle Obama? It's not like she's dead.
2: Well, she's not an actor. I've
0: seen her on Blackish. She did a pretty good job on Blackish. You yeah, know,
2: guest appearances.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, God, there was a lot of stuff to get to today. Uh, where did it go? Let me see here. Um, we're not talking about Black China and Tokyo Rose, um, boy. ASAP Rocky just messed up Rihanna for everybody. Have okay, you? So
3: is that the tr- is that true? What happened? Is it true that he no, cheated on her? No,
0: they're in Barbados, but it, hmm. he, like you know, Rihanna used to be this beautiful, stunning, beautiful body. Have you seen the tattoo she, underneath her breasts?
3: She's pregnant. It doesn't, it doesn't
0: even look right.
3: What does it say?
0: I mean, no, it's not that. It's not that that it just doesn't say. It's just her body stretched out by this. Oh, hu- my Human gosh. inside of it. When
2: I look at Rihanna so right horrible. now, I see somebody glowing I mean, and beautiful and excited uh, to give birth. This
0: woman was a sex symbol. Now she has She's, a beer belly.
2: Oh, stop it, Don! I, <laughs> I can't believe that you're making fun of pregnancy. Can't. Are you kidding Yesterday, me? Yesterday, he was making fun of physical disabilities. Today, it's pregnant people.
0: And I'm going to continue to keep make, making fun Tomorrow of your friend. Tomorrow
2: to be funny-looking babies. She
0: just called in. She she, your friend insulted me again. She said you're
3: laughable. That's a great, great word to describe you when you start acting up. And you're acting up. You're making fun of a pregnant woman.
0: Well, at least I can speak in full sentences,
2: Rihanna looks beautiful to me.
0: Let's see. So Rihanna's body's all jacked up because of that, which is horrible. (laughs) You know, I
3: mean, I'm I'm all. She looks great to me. And wait, wait. Look, after she has her baby, she's going to be back in tip-top shape. She's going to be looking amazing.
0: And DJ Envy needs to shut up. What did he say? I
3: don't D- like him. Well, I'm DJ
0: sorry. Envy is the most light skinned guy on the planet. Like, yeah. he, and he has you know you know what it means when they say you have light skinned ten- tendencies. Yes. Yeah. He like he talks about his relationship with his wife, and then they went on the stage. did an interview with the Shade Room, and 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 talked about how in ten years he never made her orgasm. Like you uh-huh. do you don't. Put public information like that out and i I understand you're trying to be open and transparent whatever
2: well did his wife mind that's a little
0: no she was faking it
2: no but i Mm. mean when
0: did she care that he shared it no i mean if
2: the two of them are fine and they don't care no
0: let me tell you something Uh, hold on we'll we'll, we'll continue this dj envy and that's why i want to see if if dr johnson is getting is is available we can maybe piggyback her on onto this relationship because I, I do believe there are certain things that you can help people with by talking about your relationship. And there are certain things that you just don't share. I, I don't think you need to share with the public. And you not being able to give your wife an orgasm for 10 years and her faking it. um, it's, it's,
3: I have a question for Dr. Johnson about that because I'm wondering was she attracted to him um, is that an issue? Like if well, women, Envy, fa- yeah, you like know, if sometimes she was faking for that we, whole time. Yeah, yeah. Was she faking the whole time, well, loving you know, loving w- him well, and being attracted
2: to him? Well, we might have to, to ask. Yeah. making it a legal case. Well, yeah. what was her relationship like with other men? And yeah. was this the first time? Exactly. Exactly. was Envy makes.
0: Envy makes a decent amount of money. He has a very nice house. He has kids with this woman. And so I believe that's the reason why she's kind of overlooking the orgasm issue because he has more to offer than an orgasm. Of course, bedroom, which she's it, looking
3: at the money, the financial aspect. Yeah, but this is kids. but this
0: but this is this is a trend with him. And I'll talk about it when we come forward. 809 um nine two zero fifteen eighty. We're going to get to all of that and, and your phone calls as well as the open mics when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Details. Looking for legitimate political discourse without the bear spray? spray. Tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right, welcome back, Don versus everybody with Kristen Kiara. Our phone number eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. Let's get over to Dr. J- Shawna Johnson because um, this is all tied in. We missed you yesterday, and uh, I, guess both, I guess we both—I guess we both <laughs> forgot. <laughs> um, thank yeah. you, uh, first <laughs> of all, that ultimatum show is garbage. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're watching it. It was
1: and, stressful, Dr. Johnson. Right. Did you finish it? It's so it's toxic. It's messy. It's toxic. Uh, and I wonder, is there a therapist on the in the uh, background? Of course not. It doesn't seem like
0: that. No, those reality shows do one thing: <laughs> exploit young, naive individuals who are fame hungry. And that's exactly what that show. Well, is I, I
2: mean, I'm not. I'm sure some of them were fame hungry, but I also got a lot of. I'm just really insecure and don't know who I am mm-hmm. from them. That's what I just said. I. No, it's different. And they're, yeah. and they're, they're like exploiting the that. But uh, I had to fast forward through seasons or episodes four through seven because I couldn't <laughs> take it. My heart was just like, I I, I I, can't.
0: And that's the reason why they put it on TV, <sighs> because you're addicted to it. No, because, I
2: fast forward. I didn't well, watch episode five, not, six,
4: seven, or just eight.
1: It's so messy, though. Um, the fact that you're going to take someone who's struggling in a relationship, put them in another relationship, and then expect them to go back for three weeks, and then make, determine whether or not you want to stay in that relationship with your original partner. That's horrible. They spent the first they spent three weeks arguing about what you did. The three weeks you weren't with me. And, and did you see the
0: side eyes that the partners are given as they're sitting there watching the other partners with the other guy, other people? I couldn't
1: like? do it. There it's- were. It's torturous. I don't know why you would pull at people's heartstrings like that. Because it
0: makes great TV.
1: Is it great TV?
0: You're watching it. No,
2: I feel traumatized. I I went to the last episode, the last two episodes, and I had to look where everybody's doing just so I know that everybody's okay. Because (laughs) after I watched some of them coming off the screen, I'm like, April, I was
1: like, she's going to commit suicide. They're so, it was too much. You you, you know, yeah, there's a lot of mental health stuff coming up in those shows, too. And, you know, I got suckered into this because I don't really like reality TV, but I started watching Love is Blind, and they kind of, you know, at the end of Love is Blind, too, they trick you into watching Ultimatum. Uh Uh-huh. They sure
2: did. They sure did. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Dr.
0: Johnson, we got a couple things to talk to you about. Number one. Should I confront my uh, my high school principal for kicking me out of school <laughs> and sending me to continuation? Now, this woman is emeritus uh, at, at USC. She's a K through twelve specialist. She speaks on boards. Sylvia Russo is her name. She was vice principal at Santa Monica uh, High School. She was vice president at Washington Preparatory Superintendent uh, in, interim at, uh, at Santa Monica USD. Um now she's at USC. Should I feel sometimes and then she speaks on panels all over about child education, should I be offended? And, and and should I confront her for kicking me out of school when what I needed was not to be kicked out of school but was a mentor to help help to help me. I need help.
1: I I I think it could be a good conversation. Um I don't know if you need to confront her, but I think it would be a good conversation in how you were impacted. I heard, I heard the conversation yeah. earlier and, um, Kiara saying, you know, well, administrators have so much on their hands and I agree, but I also think this is why schools need to move towards being trauma informed because our prisons and our schools have become mental health centers by default. Yep. And a lot of people are dealing with a lot of things. And it's just important that we have the resources, like Kiara was saying, um, to be able to support the students. You know, students aren't just acting up for no reason or acting out for no reason. There is a, a belief in psychology that all behavior is meaningful. Absolutely. And so if, if if kids are, you know, maybe going through something at home, how do you expect their nervous system to be able to sit down in a classroom and do math work when when they're going through stuff at home, there's abuse, there's emotional neglect, all of these things that are going on, but I don't think that we have the resources in school. What would
2: that look like, though? Like, would it be, I mean, obviously not expecting you to solve all the world's problems, but would it be, like, weekly therapy sessions or?
1: yeah. Absolutely. Group therapy, weekly therapy sessions. Um, you know, they're starting to put yoga in schools and prisons because of oh, wow. this. Oh, that's
0: great. Or maybe yeah. a, a deep understanding of why the child is acting out in the school, what they're getting from acting out in the school, and under, and, and try, like, in my uh-huh. instance, I, I can't remember everything from, from high school, but, you know, it, it, an understanding is... A, kid acting out in front of their peers because their peers are giving them the attention that they may not that they may not be getting at home Mm -hmm. or in other places and so there's a form of love that they're getting from their peers that is disruptive to the school apparatus Mm -hmm. but it's really kind of like this emotional you know you're you're getting emotional affection in a in 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 a weird Mm -hmm. place and it's healing to the kid Mm -hmm. because it's like it's the only thing that feels good um it
1: makes them feel a part of something.
0: Makes you feel a part of something, makes you feel like you're good because your peers like you. Mm-hmm. Your peers like the teachers don't mm-hmm. like you. The teachers don't like you, you don't like the education, but at one point in the schoolyard you excel because your peers like you. Listen, uh, we're gonna move on from that, and I want to talk to you about DJ Envy when we come forward. Our phone number 809 1580 This is KBLA Talk 1580. You have the right to remain silent, but don't but don't let them hear you on KBLA Talk 1580. 80. We you stick around. This is L.A.'s home for progressive talk radio. Be heard. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, uh, welcome back to Anamichi vs. Everybody with Kristen Chiara, uh, 809-201580, Dr. Deshauna Johnson, who hosts a show called Let's Get Intimate, 5 to 7, Saturday and Sunday here on KBLA Talk 1580 with us uh, every uh, week as we kind of dissect people's relationships and maybe offer you some help into yours. I, I saw this video that came out of DJ Envy. Now, DJ Envy... I, either got caught cheating on his wife years ago or was flirting around, but being disrespectful. And Uh he's just the most light-skinned dude ever with light-skinned tendencies. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He went on the real, he did this apology tour. You know what I'm saying? It, before uh-huh. there was Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, it was DJ Envy mad at the Miro, uh saying keep my wife's name out your mouth. You got, you remember that? Oh yeah. yeah you know I what I'm actually, saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so, uh, and so he, you know, and, then, and on top of that, when I, when I, I really wanted to reach out to him because he was like, yeah, I had to get Tyrese on the phone to talk to my wife. I'm like, dude, I said, you don't invite another man unless that person is a therapist into your relationship. Uh-huh. There's just certain things you don't do. And I don't care if they're uh-huh. celebrities or whatever. You don't do that. So uh, I, I don't know if this is still part of his apology tour, which has been going on. I mean, he obviously loves his wife and his family and didn't want to lose it, which is is respectable. And they went on the shade room and asked, um, and they did a couple questions. Um, and, and I want to play the question. I want to play the video for you. And I just want to get your thoughts on, is this something you should publicly admit number one and number two how does one rectify this situation um and it's one of intimacy so here we go
1: of course i'm sure so many women can relate like you want to reward that
3: man for that work and the only reward that you have to offer is an orgasm but even if i didn't feel it i would still be performative Mm. so yes i was faking it
0: we got into like a, a argument and then she was like well you know i don't mean having an orgasm and i was like what she was like, I don't. I'm like, no, yes, you do. I hear it. Like,
4: yeah,
0: and then she was like, no, I'm faking it. I'm like, every time. And she was like, yeah. And then that just crushed me because I thought I was putting in work. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking I'm, you know, Big Daddy Longleg. And here's Charlemagne laughing at him. So basically, his wife said that she was faking an orgasm for 10 years. And listen, this is a, this is, every woman's body is different. And, and some women, they can't, they can only orgasm a certain way. Some can't orgasm at all. Some, it just takes, you know, whatever. So the the question I have for you, Doctor Johnson, is this something that you should be public with as an entertainer? And number two, um, have you had couples come in and counsel them on this type of situation? <laughs> let,
1: let Let me answer part two first. Okay. Yes, um, I get I get that all the time, and a lot of times. Women have not been honest until they are in therapy about faking orgasms. Um, The numbers are statistically high when it comes to women faking orgasms. And I believe it is because of, um, one, women don't necessarily know their bodies, and they're not talking to their partners about their bodies. And, two, their partner doesn't know their woman's body, and they're not willing to kind of listen and learn so everybody's Um, just kind of
0: winging it it in the bedroom and nobody's saying anything
1: yeah yeah pretty much wow until you get older this is what (laughs) until you get older and you're like okay no i'm not about to fake it anymore anymore i'm tired i'm um, tired yeah (laughs) yeah so when you look at statistics um the younger generations are the least satisfied in the bedroom Um, and as they get older, they have the better sex. And if you think about your own sex life, you, did you have better sex when you were younger or did you have, or do you have better, more satisfying sex now?
0: I have the best Um, sex today. More so when, when I was younger and listen, I used to have a problem to where I couldn't perform and it was a mental thing. And this was when I started. Well, the
1: thing is, is you're not supposed to be performing.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm coding my words here uh, because we're we're on the radio. That is a
2: great. That is a great thing to call out, though, because I do think a lot of people think about intimacy with a partner as a performance.
0: Oh, I got like, to I put. I got to put on, it down.
2: Yeah, I got to put it down. That's what he mm-hmm. said. Like I thought I was putting it down, and she's like, "Am I performing?" And really, it's a, like an intimate connection. It's is this too? Ad.
0: Is is this? It, could this be too much porn?
1: You know <laughs> that is one of the leading causes, causes is because people look at porn for education, and it's not education, it's actually entertainment it, yes um yes it, it's completely entertainment uh, there's lights cameras action there's angles there's all kind of things, and what it shows is uh, i mean unless you're watching ethical porn, which typically is um more Sensual, um, I guess you could say. Closer to how we have, yeah. well, no, it's closer to how we actually have sex, right? Uh, but when when you're looking at just porn that's out there, I'm not gonna say you know what yeah. um, panels and the whatnot, but um, when you're looking at it, it's not it's not conducive to to how our bodies are made. Right. So when you're looking at porn, you're looking at a lot of penetrative sex and. of women do not orgasm from penetrative sex, 70%, because the vaginal canal is not touch-sensitive like the clitoris is. The clitoris is touch-sensitive. The labia is touch-sensitive. Most people don't know the body parts. And so when you learn the body parts and how the vulva is actually – um, erectile tissue, just like the penis. Yeah, like then you learn what to do, how to do it, and things like that. But communication is key. L- women have to know their bodies. Women have to communicate to their partners about their bodies, and partners need to be open to learning.
2: Uh, that's a great question, wow. Don. From a man's per- well, from your male perspective, because you're a different kind of man. Yeah. Uh, which. Do you feel offended if a woman was like you're not doing what I want this is what you need to do No what
0: I I approach it from teach me how to make love to you show me how you what you like you know what I'm saying like I'm not trying to go yeah. in there and 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 be be this uh this the star what I'm trying to do is tailor my uh performance to your needs you know what I'm saying and I'm just coding words here so we don't get too graphic. But I'm trying to, Mm -hmm. you you know, the experience of like, yo, teach me what you like. Let me know what you like. And and I'll do the same with you so that I'm giving you what you need and getting you to where you need to get um, so that this experience is very pleasurable for both of us.
2: And it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Obviously, everybody's different. But for me, if someone's like, oh, what turns you on? I'm like, uh be really like listen to me and be really cuddly and plan a spontaneous date that physically turns me on more than doing something physically to me
3: but what if you don't know what you like Mm -hmm. what do you
1: do if as a a woman you don't really know what you like so that's, that's the key. You have to know your body. How do you expect someone else to know your body more than you know your own body? So your relationship with yourself is super important. This is a lot of times what I talk about on my show when I'm dealing with, with, uh, couples. You have to know your body. You, if you don't know what turns you on, how are you going to, um, explore that with a partner?
0: Now, now the, Dr. Deshanna, uh Dr. Johnson, um, the girls have gotten mad at me, as I've uh, often said uh, that young women should go out there and bust it wide open and experience sex at a very young age. Because that's the learning experience that you get to understand what you like. But I get, you know, I get reamed against the wall for no, that. No, because that it could
2: be a learning experience or it could be a teenage pregnancy for someone who was unprepared. Well, I, I'm, the not, I, I'm not, I'm not telling obsessed. you not
0: to, not, I'm telling you not to, not, I'm telling you to protect yourself. I think you, you can yourself. still
2: explore. You could be in a loving relationship with one person and still explore. You don't have to be all out in these streets. No, but every. If you want to, <laughs> fine.
4: Everybody's, <laughs> true. but
0: body parts are different. <laughs> Everybody's, everybody moves different. Like, n- n- not everybody. Everybody's having the same, um, the same outline of sex every single time. Everybody, everybody's sex is different. You know, what I'm saying the way I'm. You so, know,
1: Dom, so, um, you're saying go out and bust it wide open. I don't know that I agree with that. Well, I mean, well,
0: I'm <laughs> sorry, that, that, that's a little graphic. <laughs> what I'm saying is go out and experience people is is what I'm saying, and protect yourself at it so that you can get the education that you may need in the bedroom. And really, it's about knowing yourself but, but i, I get a lot of pushback on that but it assumes
2: for young people that they have the ability to separate emotional and physical because I can only speak from my experience. I know my young friends who were doing that and probably having sex before they were emotionally ready would be like, That's we're getting married. Yeah. And then the guy's gone. And then she's like in tears and a puddle on the floor. Like, but you were my first. And there's just a lot of emotions to consider. Oh, you've
0: been talking to some of my exes. Huh?
1: Oh, see. So I think it's important to educate kids that sex is not just something physical. Even though we like to deem it that we we dumb it down to just physical, there is a, a spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical responsibility that comes with that sacred act of sex.
4: Yeah.
1: Um. And so we have to have we have to tell kids, you know, yes, it's your choice when you choose to do that, but it also comes with a responsibility with doing that. Um. I don't. And just to, you know, talk about something you said, Don, going out and learning does not mean you're going to be a great sex partner with somebody else. If you go out and have sex with 10 or 15 people, that doesn't mean when you get with the one that you want to have sex with for the rest of your life, that you are going to be a sex goddess or God, because. You you still have to learn their body.
0: So okay, yeah. so so what do you suggest? I I've uh, often thought that, and it's a very hard thing to try to approach, but th- that this should be taught in high school. Um, and it's it, I don't know how you would implement you know, that. Kids
1: are having sex way before that.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying it, it, there should be a level of it because the, the the health education I got in high school was garbage. It really what it really didn't tell anything, but there really should be a deep dive into this. I broke my virginity at 14. Um, I knew a lot of kids around my age were doing the same thing. And, and... my
2: friend's little brother, who's mm-hmm. only 11, she took his phone, and mm-hmm. he, she found little pickle pictures that he was sending to girls. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's so early now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's different, early. The technology. So yeah. do, do you think that this should be taught in school, or is there some class that people can go at, 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 you know, in their, in their 20s they can go to to, to learn more about that? I mean, because I don't know if there's an adequate resource, and I think the only resource people are using is the adult uh, the adult sites.
1: There are. And, and I'll tell you, sex education, sexuality education encompasses more just the, than the physical act of sex. Right. And sexuality education starts with naming correct body parts, mm. naming uh, and talking about consent. We should be teaching our kids about sexuality at one and two and three years old. Oh, wow. This wow. is, this is, oh, it, absolutely. You're going to teach them their body parts, the correct body parts. Not, this is private, this is not, that is not how you teach kids their body parts. Why do we get elbow, your nose, your ears, and private? True. Yeah, yeah you're right. And what does that mean to them? Yeah. We have to teach them, and we also have to teach them, um, this is not to be touched by um, other people. This is your, it's okay for you to touch it. It's not okay for other people to touch it and, and, and teach them consent early on. Teach them consent with hugging people. We, we, in our community, we send our kids over to someone's house or we go over to someone's house holidays, right? You're like, go over there and hug your aunt. Maybe that kid doesn't
0: want to hug their aunt, Mm.
1: right? Right. Oh, good. So, you so you shouldn't force it. Is what
3: you're saying, right? You shouldn't force. Exactly. If... Okay. Good. That's no. good to know. Well, you know okay. what? Because this
0: is, age, right? okay. this is all happening at a very young age, right? This is all happening at a very young age, and you're imprinting behavior that it, that they're going to carry with them as an adult, yeah, or into adulthood.
1: Absolutely. So, so
0: are you saying? So, so you so
1: teach them boundaries and everything.
0: The sexual education should be a lifelong process, starting at a very young age, and maybe kind of in steps.
1: Absolutely. Age-appropriate.
0: Uh, that makes sense. I, I, yes. I think that's a good.
3: I do have a question. So was something that she brought up, that you brought up, doctor, that I have said, but this is how every woman in my family has discussed it, where we were told your private parts or your genitalia. Now, um, I have spoken with my daughter using the the actual terms, you know, penis and vagina, and it's very hard for her to hear that because... Mom has always said your private parts are your genitalia. So how do we change, you know, because I was uncomfortable talking to my mom, let alone like any woman in my family, because it was just something we didn't talk about. And if we did, it was always you say your private parts. So so how how, how do you how do you change? All right,
0: hold on, hold, 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 uh, Dr, Dr. Johnson, hold, hold on one okay. second. We We, we got to um we got to get to the break and we want to ask that question okay. When, okay. We, when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580 out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Alright, uh, welcome back. Donna i you first. Everybody, Kristen K, Are we taking it to the top? All right, too tough. Uh, so, yeah, Chris had a question here before we, we went to break, which was how do we, how do we have, how do we, okay. how do we have the? Yeah, no, the... how do,
3: yeah, how, if we've been, if we've been raised through generations not to use a technical term, you know, penis and vagina, vagina, how do we kind of change that if we're uncomfortable as parents using those words because all the women in my yeah. family have always said private parts or genitalia. Now, the first time I used yeah. penis and vagina with my daughter, first of all, she was very uncomfortable hearing that from mom and my mom right. was mortified like I can't believe you use those words how do we change
1: that so so here's the thing um if you if you think about it there's already shame attached to
4: it yeah. yeah now
1: think about how that then impacts our sex lives right there's shame attached to our genitalia the other thing is we many families do use the word vagina which actually isn't the correct term unless you're talking about the internal canal. Oh wow. Um yeah. So <laughs> so and again, this goes back to why we have a huge pleasure gap because we don't know that the labia and the clitoris is where the most nerve endings are. It's touch sensitive, it's erectile tissue and it is a part of the vulva, which is our outside part of our genitalia. But we call it all one good thing, one big thing, vagina, and that's not the correct terminology. Mm-hmm. And so, if you think it's just one thing and that that's what it is, then we we don't know the function mm-hmm. of it. And so, most of us don't know our bodies. Um, and how do you move towards that? You have to let you have to begin to let go the shame, just like you wouldn't have shame about talking about this is your nose, these your eyes. You start very young with your kids with your grandkids and have these open conversations. We have to start raising kids in a, um a, a sex positive and shame free environment, because I'm going to tell you that shame carries out in the bedroom. Yeah. And I want to go back to you, Don yeah. earlier. You asked the question, um, should this be talked about in public? I think in an educational way, absolutely. Let's have these conversations, but to shame your partner or a ex partner in, in the, in the public, that is just absolutely not okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was um, if if they were doing it to shame because they were talking about their relationship. I just, and she
2: was. At, we didn't listen to the whole thing, mm-hmm. so I guess context is important. But yeah. was she like, why would you share that? Or was she just like, yeah, no, that's I, our I story? I think I
0: think they were both talking about. They took a bit a piece of a longer, and they both say they took a piece of a longer conversation and broke it down to the small part just kind of click, as for clickbait and, and you're right I, you know I just I feel that these type of things are very um, intimate and should be handled in the bedroom and, and then maybe you talk about how you overcame this type of situation you know um, and, and maybe that's what they were doing mm-hmm. You know, I just I don't. It's just very light skin. It's just a very light skin thing to do. Light-skinned you know, thing
4: to very light skin. This is and, he's, and listen, <laughs> DJ
0: Envy's known for doing stuff like this. Like he, you know, he had an issue with his wife, and then yeah. and he went on the apology tour. And I understand you got to get your girl back, but you know, handle that privately. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, yeah. uh, because what happens is that um, a lot of women they 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 like masculine energy, and what you're doing is you you're, you're creating or you're putting yourself in kind of a feminine type space and and it just to me it it doesn't look good.
2: Or they're breaking stereotypes because for her to stand up and say this is what I want in the bedroom is a little more masculine so he might have to take (laughs) a more
1: feminine role in the balancing to be like okay show me.
0: I don't even know if it was his fault. I mean What is wrong
1: with that? As long as it's not his first time hearing that and he's okay with that information being out there. Yeah. I think again, shame plays a huge role in things. So if we're shaming people about not knowing what to do and how to do it the likelihood of them coming to you for answers is slim to
0: none. All right, Dr. Shawna Johnson, the host of Let's Get Intimate, 5 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. Thank you, as always, for being an amazing woman and an amazing therapist. And we'll catch you this weekend, okay?
1: <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Have right, a good one. You
0: got it. I love Bye-bye. this woman. I mean, she's got to be the greatest therapist on the on the planet Earth. All right, uh, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk, 1580 kbla 1580 santa monica
4: no, it's I not. Like this, this is an yeah.
0: album cut this is an album cut what
3: do you mean don oh my gosh you reminded me about this song. i gotta add this in rotation thank, thank you like so this. much andy. yeah we're on team andy <laughs> yeah, andy's great let
0: me show you a good song here okay um, um let me see here yeah that that's not a that's not a good song I'm Don
3: a- Strip. Yeah, big time. Sorry, Don. You are wrong.
0: I'm going to show you a good song, and you're going to be like, yeah, you're right. Mac you know your rule hip-hop, and rock. <laughs> 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 I know it's a oh, background. Oh, boy. That was a little inside joke. What did they do together? They did a, They did do a song together. What was it? T-Boz and Mac-Tan. What was the name of the song? Was it? I, felt like they that li- I think they did. Mac-Tan featuring t T-Boz walked tight to death. Tight to death. Was it tight to death? Get money. Oh, no. This was Who Bangin'. Was it Who banging? Is this Who Bangin'? T-Boz. Mac No 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 the, 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 this, this sample was not full life though. Is this who Oh, no, what they call got on the it is it is it is it is a little boy, is wrong, boy you could take the boy out the- I mean you know I I am really sad that that relationship didn't really work out. I know there were there were there were issues or talks of domestic violence uh in that in, in that issue Mac 10 and TLC uh, t Mativas I l- love both of them uh Mac Ten was uh, just uh you know growing up with the Westside Connection and just you know Mac Ten Po Live and just all good
3: Did uh did Mac Ten let me just ask you a question did yeah. he like the ladies
0: I don't I don't know. I just I know there were rumors or there were there was talk of domestic violence in the relationship. So I don't know. I think they may have a child together, but I don't know exactly what led to the breakup and I don't want to put that on anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but I just you know, it was like, oh, this is like the hip-hop power couple here. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got Mac 10 and t okay? Yeah, I gotta tell you that
3: I heard, and of course, I would never say anything yeah. on on the air. But I did hear rumors about him by one particular uh, Asian female that was a very close friend of mine, oh. and I was astonished at what I had heard. And then well, now um, we
2: want to know. Yeah, I'll
3: tell you outside the break. But um, I'll tell you, I was sh- I was shocked because he was married at the time, and so then when they got divorced, I was like, oh, maybe those rumors were
2: true. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's sad. I it's,
2: mean, I feel like I need to repent. I feel like I've been gossiping more than usual.
0: I don't, I don't know Are why. you gossiping? Yeah. What's the, give me the juice. What's going on? I mean,
2: it's not people that you Who's know. Who's pregnant? What's going like, on? Yeah? Like people <laughs> that I know. You don't know any of oh. my friends from school and stuff. I, I don't know. I just feel in my spirit that I've been talking about other people's lives more. I don't even know why. Hmm. yeah i know it's and i I always feel guilty like uh, and i think we're human it's natural to talk about did you see this or do you see what happened are you talking
0: about them in a negative way or are you talking about them like oh my god i'm I'm glad I, i dodged that or negative
2: or neither not negative or positive i mean for example i like context i have a friend that's on uh housewives of be- not Beverly Hills where do they want Potomac uh-huh, uh-huh. and one of the characters just got a divorce so I'm like talking to my group of college mm-hmm. friends about what they think about it then I text my friend on the show like did you see Ashley got a divorce or filing like what do you think's going to happen and I'm like why am I why do I even send that message well, like, why f- am I gossiping
0: if it makes you feel any better
3: Everybody does
2: it
0: um there were there were some people who go by the name of Matthew Mark Luke, John, and Paul who did a lot of gossiping.
2: That's true, and
0: it turned into the greatest book on earth, so you know maybe we'll get the book of Kiara later but on. see
3: you're not doing it to be vicious, you're no, just look, talking
2: look, what I said my friend, and then I felt bad after let's
1: see I won't read it <laughs> well I
0: I, it's a, a, it's okay. I I think it's a it's okay I think it's
1: um <laughs> I was like, "Why did I even send that?"
0: Let
1: me see here. You make me laugh. Here, it's uh, normal. What you got
0: to say about Ashley and Michael? <laughs> Who? Oh, oh, and, oh, oh, and you sending text? <laughs> yeah, I would, I would. That, that's the reason why gossi- I don't.
2: It's a little gossipy. <clears throat> I, I acknowledge, but then there's also this thing. I mean, they're also on reality TV. Like, it's a little different. I think when you choose to put your life on a, on the spectacle. But at the same time, it's like it's really hard to look away from a train crash, you know? Yeah, you yeah. Just, and then you want to talk to someone about it. Like you see that train, right? Crazy, right? See, and I think like for me, gossip is if it's
3: if it's meant in a vicious way. If you're just saying, "Oh my gosh, did you see?" You're not you're not giving an opinion where you're saying that is just horrible or she's this or she's that. You're just pointing out a fact. What's going on on television, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're just pointing out what
3: everybody else is seeing. I don't think it's gossip. I mean,
2: they just released it in the tabloids today. I just fall right into the trap. I see something, then I like, send it to my friends. I'm like, did you guys think about this? What do you think about that? How much do you think she's going to get in divorce? How much do you think they have? Da, da, da. She's going to end up like this. <laughs>
0: and they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. That's what the TV shows are meant to <sighs> be doing because they know you are watching.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: When I mean by you, I mean by women and that they know how to hit you when you in your little. And it's box. so
2: hard not to because, OK, just think about this. We're all watching the show, but then we're in a group chat so we can text about it. But then you're also following the characters on social media. So they're responding in real time. There are just so many different angles. I, I don't know. I, I used to, I like went through the stage where I didn't care about anybody else's life. And I feel like lately, I mean, I would say it's like 70 percent celebrity 30% people that aren't celebrity I'm just like why do I care why do I care if Kim K is having a, another fight with Kanye or who went out with who but also, I do care. And I don't know why. I know. I need Dr. Johnson to tell me why I care so much. That's a good question for next week. About other yeah. people's
3: lives. I, I, I fall into the same category with certain celebrities. There's times I get depressed over their personal business. And I thought about, like, why do I even care about their personal business?
4: Yeah. I don't know why.
3: Maybe we feel like we're connected to them in some Isn't it way, weird? Shape or
2: like, form. I can well, I logically say that's not your life. It doesn't matter. Why are you gossiping about it? Why are you talking about it?
0: Because it's relationships. And life is built on relationships and i think you kind of are identifying relationships or you can relate to the relationships in in some form or fashion that the people are going through we've all went through breakups we've all went to weddings we've all you know i'm saying seen people fall in love and so all these things are relatable to you and so you're like oh wow and then when it breaks up you also have a relatability of that too of like oh my god i knew what happened when i broke up with so and so so i think there's a subconscious thing going on you
2: know. Yeah, that makes me feel a little better. I just had to confess it. Welcome. I was like, I am a little chatty Kathy today.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, let me see here. You guys want to hear a woman who mistook her vibrator for a taser? No? Okay.
2: Uh that sounds terrible.
0: That sounds, yeah, it
3: sounds weird to me.
0: Yeah, she well she said she said, um, make sure that your vibrator and your taser are not the same color.
4: Okay.
2: I don't even want to know what happened. I, that, that's
0: I, you, she got taped. Oh
2: my gosh!
0: Which, which I don't even know how you would even mistake the two, but okay. I don't Do know. we
3: believe that story?
0: I mean, she looks a little disheveled. You know, let me see if I can. I'll show you a. I mean, is she white? Huh? Is she white? She's black, but then again, she looks too disheveled. So I'm like, maybe this is a bit. Hmm. Um. Here, I'll show you. I'll show you a picture of her. Uh, once I get past the 20,000 commercials that we, you know, golly. Um, there was something else I wanted to talk to you guys about. Also. Oh,
2: I might get my friends from college to call in, y'all. I go. told them I'm telling them how we're go- talking about how we're gossiping. Does that look I right? don't, honestly, I don't believe that. I think that's
3: a bit. I can't believe that. Maybe it's true. I don't know. Oh, my. Let's see what she says, though. Girls. Make sure your vibrator. <gasps> And your taser
4: are different colors, girls.
0: You think that's real? Uh, I mean, she, she looks. She, be a good actress. I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, she looked like she looks very disheveled. Like something just happened. Where to does her. she
2: live? Does she live in L.A.? Because if not, it, it's know. probably scam.
0: I don't know. I don't know.
2: People do anything for the gram. They do. They
0: I don't. Do. She's a little I too don't... old for that, though. She's a little too old. Yeah, but to... there's a
2: lot of older people on
3: TikTok, and well, I just noticed TikTok. There's a lot of older people doing very interesting, bizarre things just to get people to look at them.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, was that on TikTok? That was. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where that came from. Oh. Um. All right. Um. We got to get to Mayor, former Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, getting rejected from a. Um restaurant in atlanta and i want, would love to hear your take on on it is it racism or is it policy which you know oh oh and johnny depp's trial is going on right now
3: i got in a, a, a disagreement with my mom about it because she's like poor johnny depp i'm like poor johnny depp nothing he got exactly what he deserved which from is, that
0: woman he says he didn't do it though
3: i, b- I don't believe him i'm why, sorry why don't you believe I him i did not believe him so
0: J- johnny depp is suing amber heard in virginia and the reason why he's suing her in Virginia is because she wrote an op-ed piece in the Washington Post and their servers are related or are in Virginia. Uh, and so that that's right. And so that's why he's suing her because they tried to get the case. Her lawyers tried to get the case in California where I guess the law is a little bit more favorable to her. It's an anti-slap law, which I got to find mm. out what the definition of that is. Um, and so they successfully got it because the piece that she wrote was on servers in Virginia. And listening to Johnny Depp on the stand, I was like. Oh man, this poor guy.
3: That's what my mom said, and yeah. I, so I downloaded the Court TV app because yeah. I wanted to hear what was going on. But yeah, she said he. he she said he talks
0: real slow, and yeah, it's not the Pirates of the Caribbean guy that we know. I yeah, mean, I was that's like, what
3: she said. She said, but you look at look at all the drugs that he's done in the past. I'm not surprised that he talks that way. Well, she's. Right?
0: I, I'm assuming that she's ruined his career.
3: Yeah, she ruined it. She's
0: ruined his career, and I, which I'm like, how could you ruin Johnny Depp's career? Johnny Depp has been. I I, I, it's been the man.
3: But see, this goes to show... I mean, I I, I don't ever want to tell somebody don't date somebody half your age. You do whatever you want to do. But are you surprised? There's some women that are opportunists. They don't love these men. They take advantage of them. And she must... She seems to be, seems to be, I don't know, an example of this.
0: And did you see Amber Heard? Did you see the way she was dressed in court? I didn't. she, She looks like this...
3: Show me. Yeah, Show we want to see the picture. Hold on, let
0: me find it. All right, listen. W- w- when we come forward, I w- w- we'll get to the Johnny Depp case, which is interesting. Do you, do you have audio? Yeah, I've got. I've got audio. For I want to hear. I want to hear. But yeah. the way she was dressed was she. She looks almost like a. She looked like she just got out of prison yesterday. If that makes any sense, very toned down, no makeup, very bland. But that's. And I think it's a courtroom. I pre- was going to
3: say that's what they. The, the, her probably lawyer told her how to dress. Mm-hmm, dress I'm very, sure.
2: very,
0: very bland, very non. I mean, she's attractive, but not I mean, really. But
3: that's what you're supposed to do at court. You're not supposed to look like some. Yeah, it's not Jessica.
0: Charlatan. Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Why can't court be about the facts? Why is it? Why is everything about? Well, everything that else? is so
2: that you focus on the facts yeah. and not the body. You don't need people looking down at boobs being distracted.
0: All right, listen, we'll get to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp uh, when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud. 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 A
2: great place
4: for progressive politics.
0: KBLA Talk 1580.